We could use your help keeping the Omaha History Podcast going. Please consider becoming a patron for as little as a dollar a month. Go to patreon.com slash Omaha. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. It'll help pay the light bill. Welcome to the North Omaha History Podcast with noted author and historian Adam Fletcher Sassy. Each week, Adam takes you on a guided tour through Omaha's dynamic past. In 1927, a lawsuit tried to prevent the land that is now Epley Airfield from usage as an airport. However, the judge ruled against that restriction and the city declared the area as the new municipal airport and hangars were immediately built. An American Legion gathering in Omaha drew crowds and uh, right yeah, right after it was opened, and, and it was referred to as the American Legion Airfield for a short time. The airport boomed into 1929, and, well, what's the rest of the story, Adam? Hoo-wee. Let me tell you, Steve. Imagine sitting on a frame of wood wrapped with canvas held together with wires and wooden pins. Now put a heavy engine into that and put a couple of grown men into it and send that thing up thousands of feet into the air. In the 1920s, people were roaring for flying. It wasn't too long after the Wright brothers began their excursions in Ohio and then at South Carolina. And, you know, folks really, they were enamored by the possibilities of what flying could be and become. And Omaha was bitten by the bug early. It's well known that Omaha was actually a hotbed of uh, interest in flying and lots of different things were going on. But the very first airfield in the whole entire city was right there in East Omaha. This actually all goes back to uh, the Cornish family uh, who donated the land that became Levi Carter Park. Uh, Mrs. Cornish was married to Levi Carter, who was an early industrial guy. He, he had a paint factory in Omaha. And she took some of his wealth after he passed away early, and she donated to the city on the stipulation that they turned this area around Carter Lake, which was then called Cutoff Lake, into a big park. The city said, hey, that's a great idea. They took that million bucks and planted trees all around, but they also bought a chunk of land to the east of Carter Lake. And that chunk of land became this, it got in the sights of these early flyers. You know, again, this all goes back to these guys wearing leather helmets and goggles over their eyes while they flew and uh, these guys needed a quick and easy place to land, and they learned that that area was supposed to become a park, but they thought they'd just fly out of there and land there as quick as they could. So, you know, right away, 1923, 1924, 1925, they were landing these little canvas-covered, wood-framed airplanes in and out of the field that was to the east of Carter Lake. So those flyers are chucking in and out of this field there to the east of Carter Lake. And uh, one of them, you know, this brazen young dude, uh, he was just getting started in business and his name was Eugene Epley. And Gene loved flying, young Gene. He was a barnstormer. All these airplanes had come out right after World War I, the wood frame, canvas-covered airplanes. They come out right after World War I as surplus from the government. And uh, guys just picked them up and did all kinds of things with them. They did barnstorming where they uh, crop dusted and different, different things for farmers. They uh, carried the mail. They transported occasional travelers. Uh, and Gene Epley was one of these guys. He was doing this barnstorming, and he flew in and out of Epley. In 1931, there was a stunt pilot. He was called Speed Holman. And Speed Holman was doing a performance there 
at uh, the Omaha airport airfield and uh, speed. He, uh, he took a fatal nosedive and that kind of scared Epley out of doing the, the barnstorming work that he had been done. And Epley took and he turned his attention to another field. We'll get to him in a minute. But in the meantime, uh, Omaha in the 1930s, it kind of, the whole flying scene kind of stales, right? With the uh, uh, oncoming Great Depression and everything that was going on. Uh, but right, right before World War II, right before uh, the United States gets into the war, there was a surge in transcontinental airplane flights. People wanted to uh, fly from New York to Chicago or Chicago to Dallas or Miami to Seattle or New York to D.C. I mean, they, they wanted to go all over the place uh, instead of taking the train or uh, driving themselves. And cities like Omaha became really important in the prospect of being stopovers for these flights across the country. So all during World War II, the airport ramps up and gets ready. And then right after World War II, boom, begins promotions uh, to really say, hey, Omaha is the place to stop over. And by 1957, there's more than 40 daily flights in and out of the Omaha airfield. Well, you know, there was this uh, daredevil airplane flyer named Gene Epley, who built up a, a hotel empire in Omaha. And in 1960, uh, Gene made a donation of a million bucks. Well, Gene's foundation made a donation of a million bucks to the Omaha airport uh, to help build up the infrastructure at the airport and really lengthen the runway and add a terminal and, or build a new terminal and expand the field to accommodate jet airplanes. And uh, lo and behold, uh, the entire airport was renamed for this old home hotel magnet at that point, uh, named Eugene Epley. So uh, Epley Airfield really became this important place in the middle of America where planes were coming in and out of. People were stopping at Epley's hotels and other places in Omaha and uh, really making something of it. You know, just to the south of Epley Airfield, though, there was another place that was really affected by the airfield itself. It was a town, a town that was never really an incorporated municipality, but it had its own uh, justice of the peace and it had a magistrate and it had uh, law enforcement and just different folks who were at work there as if it were a real town. It had its own school. It had its own grocery stores and bars. It was called East Omaha and the town of East Omaha was just immediately south of the today's airport and immediately east of today's Abbott Drive. East Omaha had more than 5,000 residents, Steve, packed into whole neighborhoods. There were houses all over the place. And this was a thriving real town until the 1950s when they realized that, hey, wait a second, the airport needs to grow, but this town is in the way. Well, they put in a longer airfield that flew right over the top of the Pershing School that was located right there in East Omaha. And it really disrupted the students' learning, but hey, they did it anyway. Well, needless to say, by the 1980s, the town of East Omaha was gone, poof, nothing there anymore today except for a couple of jails and no sign that there was ever a thriving town there. Today, the address of Epley is at 4501 Abbott Drive. Over the last decade, Steve, all of the drive leading to up to the airport has been redone. They put in beautiful lights. They're called a pearl necklace for uh, the Carter Lake area. And they lead right up to the airport. And it's a magnificent drive. Uh, the old Union Pacific shops in Arsarco is gone. 
And that's all been redeveloped into a wonderful entertainment space that's only growing and booming and it's going to have more history that happens there. We'll cover the history of the Nicholas Street Historic District soon enough. But in the meantime, the Omaha Zeppelin Airfield has become the 60th most busy airport in the United States. There's 75 daily flights throughout the year, serving almost 4.2 million customers last year. So... Epley Airfield is an exciting place. It has great history. Some of the photos that I feature on the NorthOmahaHistory.com website show the earliest, earliest forms of the uh, airport uh, hangars that were at the uh, original airfield. And then as it evolved and developed into the 1940s and then more pictures from the 60s and 70s all the way to present. And it's a super fun article to read. The airport's an exciting place to go. I love flying. And my experiences with airports, of course, began right there in Omaha, where I grew up. I encourage anybody to dig into this history because it's good stuff. And that's the history of the Epley Airfield as we know it today. Thanks for listening to the North Omaha History Podcast with noted author and historian Adam Fletcher Sassy. Join us next week as Adam takes you on another guided tour through Omaha's dynamic past.